Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Blood, Sweat, and Fears podcast. I am fucking exhausted. Uh, I've just finished uh, doing a six-day run of The Wizard of Oz. I still have glitter on my face, and I had to watch two movies and prep for this in between in the dressing room. I'm having a fucking great day. How are you, Dal? Uh, I'm great, Dean. Uh, I went to a support group for people who are addicted to pretending to be furniture, and since they didn't have a leader, they made me their chair. <laughs> Poor stuff. I'm just going to introduce the guest. Uh, I'm not even going to address that. Okay. But today oh, today uh, we're doing uh, we're doing a first time ever on Blood, Sweat and Fears. Our first ever double feature. Technically, it's a remake of the same movie, but fuck it, it still counts. And we have a real life vampire in with us to talk about it. Hey. Please welcome to the show the wonderful Silas Sabowich. What's Woo! up? What's happening? Woo! Go wild. How you doing, brother? <laughs> it's good to see you. Yeah, you too, man. You too, man. What's been happening, lads? Oh, you know, vampires. So you're literally from Transylvania. Yes, I, I am, didn't literally. Put that together until today. Did you? Well, I know you were from Transylvania, but I didn't. He think, mentions like, it in his set like, yeah, but, every like, time. I know you were from Transylvania, but this is our first vampire film, and then we got you on for it, and I was like, oh, and he's actually from Transylvania. I want to clarify Wait, this. What? That means it didn't when, realize it was When LV. Silas and me were talking about getting him on, he was saying, like, could we pick a good vampire movie? And I was like, we can't do Nosferatu, it's too early. We can't do Dracula, it's too obvious. And then Fright Night just came to mind. I was like, yep. that movie's really fun, and it has a lot of like cool vampire lore in it. And mm. you know, Romanians love a discount. Two for one, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Two for one. Yeah. Uh, so uh, when it comes to vampire stuff, like, um, how are how do you guys feel on like vampires and horror movies? Is it a particularly favorite monster? Uh, well, listen, listen. I'm gonna say I have a lot of feelings about vampires because technically it's my culture. You all borrowed it. Uh, <laughs> oh, because we suck a lot. Picking picking the pockets of Romanians. Who would have known? Uh, but no, it basically. Um, I like, I'm more a werewolf guy, I'm gonna be honest. I like vampires as a creature, but they're always, you know, presented as like hoity-toity, sort of fancy-pants kind of character who's like, you know, all these superpowers and whatnot, but they're like sort of the aristocrats of the underworld, as it were. And I guess growing up working class, I was like, no. Plus, <laughs> plus I like, I don't know, there's something about werewolf going, just, like Underworld just did what, it for a me. frat party. Like, what I just like that transformation. Like I, I saw Underworld and I just love that sort of like, just to see like, you know, skulls shift, shape shifting. Have you seen American Werewolf in London? No, I've not seen You that. would love that. That I'm, movie's so class. I, for the record, I'm, I'm a wuss. I don't really do horror films. So watching two in a row was like, okay, guys, I had the lights on. And then like, <laughs> but we did it. I tried to get you to do the Human Centipede too. No. But we haven't done the first. Oh, fuck. I, I, was, I was like, oh, I'm really excited to do a vampire film. I probably won't mention the Human Centipede this. I'm sorry. We're like two minutes in. Oh, um, you've done it again. Well, and I'm constantly amazed by your ability to do it. It is impressive. Uh, but vamp no, I love vampires. Like, I was the weird kid in school who would always pretend to be a vampire. I'd get like a red Sharpie and I'd just put like two dots on my neck and I would like kind of move my lips so I'd have like wee thangs and go... I can't do How very on brand first. for you, I mean, Alan. You know, it's kind of cute and sad at the same time. Thank you. But not like growing up, I love Mona the Vampire. I was going to mention that show. That show still holds up. Yeah, I never got it. Like, I never got that it was imagination when I was young. I thought like she was just like shapeshifting or some shit, but no, she was just a be asshole. Yeah, I had the same thought about Tracy Beaker. I didn't realize that. Uh, her making up stuff about her mum was actually just all in her head to cope with her trauma until much later. Oh god, that's sad. Yeah. Oh, Tracy. <laughs> oh. oh. What else? Um, also, um, some of my favourite video games that are very underloved is the Blood Rain series. I don't know if either of you know. I have. I like Vampire the Masquerade. Sorry. 
Oh, that's oh, very yeah. fun. Yeah. Vampire the Masquerade yeah. Bloodlines. Fun yeah. fact, did you know that Bloodrain was the first video game character to appear topless in Playboy? I did not so know that. There you go. You the original rule. I love how Alan knows this stuff. Like <laughs> <laughs> Are you moonlighting as a straight man sometimes? No, I just I just stand. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Work those tits, girl. Yay. But um no, vampires. What else about vampires? Yeah, I think they've always been my favourite kind of horror creature because I think they're the gayest one. Like uh, you could make an argument for them being the gayest, yeah. The cakes, okay. the hair, I mean Twilight. Um <laughs> Yeah, it started out as like an anti abortion allegory. Did it? It did, yeah. That's um the woman that originally wrote it uh, intended it to be an anti abortion allegory. What vampires? No, no, Twilight. Oh Twilight. Oh, it's yeah. about oh, the yeah. baby well, yeah, vampire it, powers. It, it, not, yeah. Isn't Stephanie Mayer like a Mormon in that, so she would have those kind of beliefs. Hmm. I have no idea. <laughs> I I watched the first Twilight. To be honest, like a part of hating it was basically just being a teenage boy, being like, oh, this yeah, is Yeah, it was stupid. kind of a meme to hate Twilight when yeah, it came Yeah, it out. was like, a bit. It's, but it's not for me, but like, it's fine. There's, but, I've seen worse movies. Yeah, you know, as a movie, it's all right, but uh, as a vampire, it can fuck off. Yeah. Like, this is this is where I this is where I get pissed off. Okay, this is this is my culture, so nobody can tell me <laughs> shit. No, everybody can fuck right off. Silas Sabowich coming for the Batman. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Robert Pattinson, he's been doing good work. Everybody, like, I'm not talking about the actors because there's actually some solid actors in that. But the the vampire design, like, what's your superpower? You glow in the sun. <laughs> like, Sunlight's that, meant to kill vampires as well. Don't like. you mind, gayest creature. I, it, it's just like, bro, come on, like. Stick a rainbow on it. Done. That's it. We got a vampire. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, my, my favorite vampire design, I guess. Have you seen The Strain? No. I have, yeah. I think I watched that. Nah, like a couple it, years ago. it goes downhill real quick. But mm -hmm. but the design in it. Like I, I like, I like a vampire that's like, it's a creature. It's, you know, mm. it's a different species. You're like, yeah, you can blend in, but it's still a, it's an animal. It's mm. a feral thing. Mm -hmm. You know, and in uh, The Strain, they basically, um, it's an infection. It's a parasite that takes over your brain. So you can act, there's like worms that like go through your skin and everything. It's like wild, but it's really like creepy, but cool. All right. So an actual like creature is an insect, not like. Well, it's no, so there's like, um, the, there's like the ancient one or something like that. The, the OG vampire. Mm. Yeah. You, but when they infect you, they bite you and it's like one of these little wormy things goes into your skin and then it just... So it's trying to find a way to do like a real world vampire. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like it. Impreg. And then... Uh, sorry? Impreg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I feel like I feel like there's a tier of cool vampires to like just... Okay, I guess you're a vampire too. So where does Jerry the vampire rank on the tiers? <laughs> Huh, Jerry the Vampire. I mean, you know, minus points for the name. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, I, I think it's like a classic vampire, to be fair. He's got a lot. The thing I love about Fright Night, actually, is that it's got all the like classic stuff that you'll have with vampire lore, but mixed with like 80s teen movie kind of mm -hmm. energy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's got all this stuff where it's like the vampire, as I understood it, like the Nosferatu and the Dracula, it was sort of like a commentary on the plague. And like sort mm. of there's an era of almost anti-Semitism to it as well. But with uh, Fright Night, it's more a commentary on like male predators. And that's like a really interesting way to take a vampire and to like do a villain for this kind of thing. Yeah, because like the both films just kind of felt like an hour, hour and a half long, you know, teenager getting cock-blocked by a vampire. Like that. <laughs> the, fir the first one literally ends with them finally getting laid. And mm. like, actually, sorry, the second one ends with them getting laid as well. Like that's the like it's a running theme of like will they oh they're so close oh they're edging it now 
Well, like, even in the beginning of the, like, the original, which uh, directed by Tom Holland, not that Tom Holland, the other Tom Holland, but I loved how uh, they're, the, like, in the, the middle tall of... Tom Holland. Yeah, they're literally, like, in the middle of having, like, uh, sex and that, which you shouldn't be doing in a horror movie, as we discussed on the Screams episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the girlfriend, Amy, I think her name is, just goes like, oh, Peter Vincent's on TV, you love Peter Vincent, but I love you more. And I'm like, <laughs> this could not be more 80s if it fucking tried, like... Yeah, I thought Amy was a cunt. Did you realize? <laughs> I'm not. Look, look, I'm not. So here's the thing. See that. See that. Eighty. Like when you hear about like, oh my god, the female characters, you know, back in the day, and even some of them now. But you see Amy's character in the film. I'm like, what do you do? Yeah, like they were not together for a year, and like she was like, no. Like, yeah, but like, what's your whole vibe as a person? Like, like what is it? Like, so they've trying to have sex they don't have sex then she gets pissed off because he gets distracted then like next day she throws a like, was it she throws a cake in his face yeah, which i think is, it was a cheeseburger right? yeah oh yeah Nine cheeseburger Nine. whatever yeah since they hadn't had sex that was the first time she put a pie in his face <laughs> <laughs> nice and nice. then you have evil ed coming in with the classic line you're so cool brewster <laughs> oh god yeah evil ad pissed me off in the first one like he did it in the first one. It, I felt like he didn't make sense as a person, and then he's just like a punky '80s kid, really. Like, mm. yeah, he's like an edgy, skinny Sean Chalmers, but <laughs> 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 with that hairdo. But uh... which brings me on, actually. Like, uh, if we could recast Fright Night for another remake starring the Scottish comedian Circuit. I think you've got to be Jerry the Vampire, Silas. I mean, just because I mean. I've got it, you know. It's not the looks, it's the We want to bring heritage. a little bit of traditionalist to the role as well, you know? Because, mm, mm. like, the fun thing about, uh, I think, with Fright Night is that it doesn't portray him as a traditional vampire. It's more the all-American style. Yeah. And they go more for the male predator angle than, like, the actual classic vampire, but it still feels scary. Like, I'm going to be honest, the one moment in the film where I wasn't, like, necessarily terrified, but I was just, like, Ugh, is that scene where they're in the club? Oh yeah, it's so uncomfortable. Mm. It's like, mm. like I was just like, Jesus Christ, like kill it now. <laughs> it was just everything about it just fell off. Yeah. The whole hand on the thigh, the, the whole shebang was just like Jesus. And I got to give credit to both versions of this movie, actually, because Chris Sarandon and Colin Farrell both play the role fucking excellently. Mm. But it's they're slightly different, like, well, one of them works out. Uh, yeah. Like, I feel like there was a... Go on. No, no, I, I was going <clears> to... <throat> on the subject of the club scene, uh, Colin Farrell, I don't know if he's a long-bladed sword with a protective hilt, but he's never looked rapier. Yeah, he, he does go for that kind of, like, creepy guy who lives on your street. kind of. Whereas, like, Chris Sarandon in the original feels more like the handsome neighbour next door. Yeah, but, like, handsome neighbour next door who will not take no for an answer. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he does have that going for him. But yeah, the other thing, interesting thing was like seeing, I guess these are, these vampires are supposed to be the epitome of what a white man should be like. You know, the sexy, handsome, rich white man. Mm -hmm. And then there's a massive difference because in the 80s, he's like skinny and suave and whatever. And then 2010s, he's buff. <laughs> Man's got muscles. He's wearing a tank top in every scene. Yep. And there's always, and there's and I like, like the slight differences as well. Like, uh, so when you first meet Jerry, like in the original, he's already been invited into the house. Whereas yeah, yeah, in yeah. the remake with Anton Yelchin, rest in peace, by the way, what a fucking great actor. There's a lot more tension because it's like, oh, you're watching to wait him get invited in. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's fucking scary. Like, honestly, like... Uh, 
there are some moments of fear tension wise in the remake that i like more over the original but i think yeah. the practical effects of the original kind of make it more scary for me because see the the actual vampire fighting in the remake just looks like a cartoon yeah, yeah. whereas they went on the cgi didn't they yeah because we we're kind of at that point where cgi they were starting to use it but it wasn't quite there yet so it just looks really fucked up it just looks like it looked like a marvel PS1 movies game, yeah. these days mm-hmm. this looks like a marvel movie these days oh, oh yeah shitting marvel again Silas. <laughs> They had it coming. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see Marvel's Blade again. <laughs> oh, man. I, the thing is, Mahershala Ali is a fantastic actor. He will be great as Blade, no doubt. Like, if anyone should do that role, he's one of the people who should. Definitely. Oh, uh, I didn't know that was happening. I thought you were making a joke. Oh, no, 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 no they're making uh, a Blade film. Yeah, they're yeah. doing a Blade remake, and Mahershala Ali's playing a But it's been already, like, development hell. Yeah, I've, I've heard some rumors of, like, the rumored plot details and that, and it sounded terrible, so I hope they fix that. It'll be sanitized yeah. to fuck, I think. Yeah, Blade, like, vampire stuff, I think, should be R-rated. Yeah. Like, second Blade, anyone? Yeah? Yeah. Those right. are vampires. Yeah? All I remember is the club scene. That's the first one. What is with vampire movies and club scenes? Why well, it's, it's nightlife, isn't it? I mean, How it's like a buffet Did Twilight ever have one? No idea. No, I've seen the first Christian. one. <laughs> You know, speaking of sparkly vampires, I don't know if the camera's picking it up, but you're still covered in glitter. Yeah, it's very shiny. It's because they uh, at the Wizard of Oz rehearsals and the uh, show they went very heavy-handed on the glitter, and I'm going to be picking this out of my face for like the next month. I'm like, I heard glitter. I, was... I had to move on the subway because like I was sitting next to a guy who was picking his beard and eating it. Don't be that guy, Dean. No, I'm not going to eat the glitter, <laughs> Alan. Like. <laughs> Glitter at your shirt. I just wanted some <laughs> sparkles. <laughs> oh, you pull it off excellently, Dean. Oh, you just yes. method acting the Wizard of Oz on the subway, like, <laughs> sparkles? Kids? That is not a line that I say, but fuck it, we'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Run with it now. Rewrite. But in, in terms of, like, comparing it to the remake as well, I think Evil Ed in the remake is a lot better. Yes, 100%. Christopher Mintz-Plass, like, he gets... Anytime people mention him, they're always like, oh, it's McLovin. But that dude is a really good character actor. He's a great incel, isn't he? Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, but that's the vibe I was getting. I was like, this makes sense. This is a person that I would actually recognize in the real world. Evil Ed 1, I'm like, who the fuck are you supposed to be? Evil Ed 1's more funny, but I think Evil Ed uh, 2 is like... Yeah, but like... He's got more of a character arc. He's like unintentionally funny. He's like, ah, you're just like a theater kid's version of a person. (laughs) You go you. Sometimes because you see much less of him in the remake as well. Because like... Yeah. And the first one you see a lot of him, then he becomes a vampire kind of like halfway through. And then it's just like, you're a vampire now. And then he doesn't show up for a while. Yeah. Still more interesting though. Interesting. So they made some fascinating changes in the second one, didn't they? So yeah. like, this is one of them where it felt a bit forced. It kind of felt like, you know, evil is going to turn into a vampire. Let's just get it out of the way. And like, they kind of set up the, you know, he's not being respected. He's not being, you know, his friends not talking to him and whatnot. But then the guy's like, it's a, it's not just the curse, you know, it's a gift, whatever. And he's like, yeah, okay, bite me. Like, he just gives up so quick. He's running for his life. He's fighting. He's trying to figure out what's happening. Vampire's like, want to do this? Well, yeah, it was either it. he became a vampire or he shoots up a school. I think he chose the lesser <laughs> of two evils. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, that's... I mean, he just ended up trying to eat the lead, but whatever. <laughs> What's the guy's name who plays Evil Ed in the remake? Uh, Christopher Mintz-Plast. Okay. 
Fun fact, when like when it came out, I went to Cineworld, don't remember what I was going to see, but they're like, we have a free showing of Superbad. Right. And we went up there, watched it, had a great time, and then the fucking Jonah Hill, Michael Sarah, and I forgot his name. Chris Mintz Plus. Him. Yeah, Mince. they, they, they were actually Mince. there. They came out and they did like a and a And I was like, holy fuck. And this was before like they got really famous. And of course it was in Glasgow. And if you've seen Superbad, they draw cocks. So like the only question I remember is who can draw the best cock? <laughs> 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 was it Michael Cera? It, and I don't remember. That's what I'm really annoyed at. And Adam was like, and do you need a life model? Because <laughs> <laughs> like generally I love that whole generation of actors because that's like the sort mm. of brat pack that I grew up with. It was like yeah. Jonah Hill, Michael Cera, Christopher Mintz Plas, Anton Yelchin. You don't really have that generation of actors today. Like I think the biggest like young actor you've maybe got is like Tom Holland and Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya. Yeah. Isn't Tom and, Holland like 30? No, he's 27. And he's yeah, same age like, as me. Hey, close enough. Yeah. Where's the cool drugs and the hookers? Like, <laughs> now, now it's like, oh, I'm struggling with alcohol. I mean, fair enough, it is sad. I'm trying to do a podcast, but... <laughs> bro, bro, come on. Like, from Sinatra, we're like, you know, in cahoots with the mob. Tom to... Holland, if you're watching this, I love you as Spider-Man, and you are welcome on this podcast anytime. <laughs> Listen, I'm just, you know, it's a comedy podcast I'm supposed to talk to. Like, I know. We, we do love to, I do like his work, and he's a great actor. Also, Tom Holland, the director of the original one of this movie, you are welcome on this podcast anytime. I once gave you a, a suggestion for your Twitter bio where you put in not the one who plays Spider-Man. That's a true story. Did he take it? Yeah, he took, oh, it, for nice. a, he took it for a while and I think he's taking it down now. Nice. I'll boot nice. Tom. You're not welcome anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're not one of the cool ones anymore. Nice. But uh, the other thing they changed was obviously with the vampire lore of in the first one, he's already in the house. So they just kind of fuck with your head that way. Mm -hmm. But in the second one, he's like, well, I don't need to be invited in if there's no house. Yeah, and then he just like cuts the gas line and blows it up. That yeah. was very cool. That was, was a cool that scene. That felt like a proper villain moment. But I, but then I just kept me thinking of like, so imagine any other film where just like you see a vampire just like casually driving a tank towards your house. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to be invited in, motherfucker. <laughs> just vampires meets Steven Spielberg's jewel with the big fucking truck. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, just yeah. Oh god, a Fast and the Furious movie with vampires in it. They're just entering everyone's house with fucking tricked out cars. Yeah, yeah they yeah, probably just... look like hearses as well. Like, <laughs> just you remember, like, -da 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 -da. <laughs> you know what? The Fast and the Furious movies have gotten so ridiculous that will probably happen. Yeah, I mean, they already had the whole thing about being superheroes. Yeah, get Bill Skarsgård in as the vampire. That'd be really fun. Mm. Hang on, is he the... Which brother is he? They're both fit now. He's but. the one who plays Pennywise the Clown. Oh, yeah, yeah the other one's Alexander. Fair fuck. And he's actually, yeah, he, I think the reason I thought of him is because he's also playing Nosferatu in Robert Eggers' remake of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, another oh. vampire movie. I'll probably really check love. that one out. Yeah. So, I'm learning to enjoy horror films now. So. I'm glad you are because, like, you seem like the kind of guy who would be perfectly cast in a horror movie. Like, that's a compliment. Genuinely, yeah. Like, I could thank see you, you in a Scream movie or something like that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, do I give out the serial killer vibes? <laughs> you're, with those eyes, you're definitely giving the uh, fuck me, I'm Billy Loomis eyes. So When, I, when yeah. I talk this softly into the microphone, does that not give you the vibes? You ever been approached for Check Hunter? No. Yeah, do you know what that is? No. Mm. Paul, do you know what that is? No. Never fucking mind. <laughs> God, that's <bit. laughs> But yeah, um... 
What else? What else did it stand out in this film? I over it was quite enjoyable. Oh yeah, I loved. They were always gonna. They were ready to lose me at one point when he sneaks into his house and he has no idea that he's there and he's sneaking around trying to get this girl out. And I was like, don't tell me that this vampire cannot tell that there's another person in their house. But then at the end, he's like <laughs> watching him like run out and just laughing at this girl bursting into flames. And I was like. Nice. Yeah, that nice. and that was uh, that's in the remake as like Doris the babysitter, I mm. think. Yeah, and uh, that was the remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Happened in the but that's that's the remake. That only yeah, happened in the happen remake. In the original, yeah, because the portrayals of Charlie from both original and remake are so vastly different. Because yeah. like yeah. in the remake, he's more of a skeptic and he gets more of an arc, whereas like in the original, it's more. What if a horror movie fan found out a vampire was living next door to him? Yeah, but that, yeah, yeah. They yeah, have yeah, more fun with the premise in the original, but there is more of an arc for Charlie's character in the remake. Yeah, yeah. There's like some interesting differences. Like in the first one, he had like a red and white car, and in the remake, he used a stretch Armstrong to pleasure himself. <laughs> I knew you were gonna bring that line. I saw that line yesterday in the man. remake, and I knew you were gonna bring it up. He, what like, did he tie it around his balls? Yeah, so you tie around your balls. Did you and jerk that? off for an hour? Yeah, like canonically, he tied a stretch Armstrong around his balls and had a wank. Oh, did, I, did you miss that? I yeah, miss Evil that. Ed was saying that he did. That. Okay, okay, I was just too engrossed by the vampire lore, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of vampire lore, we should get onto the character that is like probably the most memorable in this is Peter Vincent, who also differs vastly from yeah. original to remake. Yeah. So I enjoyed in the original that he's clearly a riff on like Vincent Price, and when they're going up to like approach him this tells you like the where horror was at in the 80s where he's like oh I, they used to have love my show but now it's all about murderers in masks murdering virgins and oh, like, i love that shit that's yep. when the slasher craze was like really starting and then in the remake where it's david Tennant, he's just playing like a complete asshole <laughs> yeah he's just well i guess what tom holland should be if he was in the brat pack but uh <laughs> Sorry, Tom. You're a sweetheart. <laughs> we love you, Tom. I know someone who's not getting cast as Harry Osborne. <laughs> Was I before? <laughs> I could definitely see you playing the Green Goblin, Silas. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see you, Goblin. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. We, we've the thing is we've been having these conversations off screen. <laughs> Alan has been trying to convince the guests to be like, "Hey, if you want to come on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> we should clarify for, for legal reasons." Alan is not trying to gay up the guests or converse them into gay acts. <sighs> he only does that to me, and it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Mikhail Samuel, you don't need to try. Yeah, no, we really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, so, I guess you could make an argument that uh, vampires are just a metaphor for like a heteronormative fear of gay people. Like they bite you and you turn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was yeah. kind of disappointed in the remake that like Colin Farrell wasn't as kind of campy, but then he like sits down and watches Real Housewives. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Representation. Also, they completely took out the the helper's role. Like he doesn't have a Yeah, and that was a really familiar. fun part of the original. Like... Um, I well, I guess Evil Ed kind of took that role. Yeah, kind of, but no, no, wasn't the same. I thought it was going to be the jock in the remake because he's outside the guy's house when McLovin Evil Ed is running away. Yeah, well, he turns so, up at the end, so he's been turned. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Dave Franco. Yeah, him. Oh, was yeah. that? Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I thought the, he was the less controversial of the Franco brothers. <laughs> yeah, oh James, you creep. Oh man. 
Yeah, but like in the um, no, there, there's your next vampire, <laughs> Fright Night Three, the remake, James Franco. Yeah, <laughs> but he does it like the first one, like as long as he's dressed as Tommy Wiseau while he's doing it, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be a great vampire. Maybe huh? he is. I mean, no one knows where the guy fucking came from. Oh, you mean Tommy, Tommy Wiseau? Wiseau? Yeah, yeah. Just living for centuries, making shit. Yeah, there films. is there is a rumor of him actually being a real life vampire. Yeah, I buy into that conspiracy theory. I can tell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where was I going with? Oh, yeah. So in um, the original, I love the way that um, Peter Vincent finds out that he's uh, the vampire. Like the vampire is real in that because mm. in the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the remake, it's not really touched upon with Peter Vincent. He's kind of just an asshole who lost his uh, family to a vampire, and he's like been drinking his problems away whereas og peter vincent feels more like this is just a show for me i don't actually hunt vampires i'm interested yeah. in the lore but then the tension in that scene where he's like oh i've got the holy water and he just it's just like i think it's just regular tap water to try yeah, and get we, charlie they, off his back yeah he tell <laughs> yeah he, they set it up like oh this is just gonna be a scheme and it's gonna be the, the end of it and you're like oh this is gonna be a waste of fucking time as a viewer because you already know he's a vampire they don't believe they're ready to leave and at the very last minute he's like oh can't see him in the reflection oh which is a lot cooler and then there's another cool-esque moment like that in the remake where peter vincent has said oh, oh i get drunk and i order stuff off ebay late at night and i was like why are you getting an ebay driver this late it's an invitation asshole oh. <laughs> i thought peter vincent was going to be a vampire in the original i i had to rewatch it twice but when he's talking about vampires not showing up in the reflection there is a mirror and he passes through Amy and Brewster, and like you can't see Peter Vincent's reflection. But I don't know if maybe it was just the angle, but like I oh. thought that was like a hint that oh my god, Peter Vincent's a vampire. They could, but it wasn't. No, I would actually love to see a Fright Night movie with a vampire anti-hero. Yeah. That'd be dead fun. Like, Tom just Fright Night from his point of view is like I'm just trying to kill these kids, God, they just <laughs> die. Yeah, because like Peter Vincent's clearly like taking the sort of Van Helsing kind of role in the story. Mm. Like, mm. Uh, but was Van Helsing a vampire? No, I mean, some. Ver I mean, one of the Dracula ones, he becomes a werewolf. But yeah, oh, yeah, that's another thing that confused me. Like in the original, so Evil Ed, is it implied that he becomes a werewolf? Because it looks more wolf-like. Like no, yeah, well, becomes a doggy. No, it's like he transforms into a wolf at some point. But that's, I mean, some Dracula lore says that you know they can control animals and stuff. So I guess that comes up with that. But it doesn't. Because even in the new Dracula, the BBC one, at some point he trans he yeah he transforms yeah. into a wolf. I I do like both versions of Evil Ed, but Christmas Plus is like clearly just having way more fun with it, like yeah. just being the sort of evil kind of teenage vampire kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah, but they also set it up like he's got a grudge. Mm -hmm. We've all been moody teenagers. We've all hated our. Yeah, because there's more of an just arc me, guys? there okay, with, like, fine. him and Charlie used to be friends, whereas in the original, it just feels like he's some punk that follows him around. Yeah, yeah. Fun character, though. Mm. Do you notice in the first one, no one dies until, like, an hour and seven minutes in? Because, like, in the first one, when the policeman shows up, and he's black, and I'm like, ah, it's the 80s, he's going to die first. But then no one dies, and then two black guys show up and get killed at the same time, and I'm like, ah, the fucking 80s. Yeah, very 80s. <laughs> yeah. No, man, it's a trope. I'm not racist. Yeah, no, no, I know, a, I know. It's a trope that's kind of going away. I think Get Out kind of got rid of that trope. Yeah. You know, someone asked me on a date recently. They said, do you want to have a Jordan Peele marathon? I was like, Get Out. Us? Nope. <laughs> Paul, you know help. Paul, help. You know what? <laughs> I, I, I appreciate the effort, the minimal effort that went into that. <laughs> 
series of puns. We have had a future guest say that if I make more than two puns, then he's walking out. <laughs> Who was that? Can we say? Uh, yeah, sure. Al Thompson. <laughs> uh, he says if I make more than two puns, he's out. Oh, it's, you know what? I, I find someone standing up to you and your brilliant <laughs> tactics. <laughs> Alan. It's about damn time somebody put their foot down. Yeah, so in regards to the uh, the final battle, I think definitely we've got to give it to the original because the remix yeah. final battle is... It's cooler to see Charlie like stepping up and become like the sort of uh, cool vampire hunter guy, mm. but the original, the practical effects of it and like yeah. seeing the guy like melt away and everything like that and then him setting on fire, it feels more like there's stages to it, whereas in... The remake, it just feels like a video game boss fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it ends very quickly. Like, the OG one is, like, he goes back. Yeah, as you said, like, he goes back to the coffin, and then they have to, like, get him out of the coffin and then close the coffin before he gets in. The yada, yada, yada. Which brings me on to one of my favorite bits of writing advice I ever got, and I'm going to test this out on you guys. How do you kill a vampire? Stick through the heart. Yeah, Sunlight? Uh, I don't know. I was going to say something funny, like, you know, just prolong the movie until it runs out of budget. <laughs> No, the, uh, this is one of the best bits of writing advice I got. It was like, you can kill a vampire however the fuck you want because vampires don't fucking exist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wonder where the bit of garlic came from. Isn't garlic like a thing like in traditional vampire lore that you, that will kill them? It might have been, yeah. You just got to serve them some French food and they'll die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I went to a French restaurant uh, oh, we, we baguette. Like, I'm yeah. surprised that you were at that restaurant at the Fringe, honestly, because the prices of that were insane. Oh, yeah, they were mad. I, but no, yeah, I had something called uh, Sacondis. Have you heard it? <laughs> Sacondis, not Steve. <laughs> okay. That worked I'm just glad else. that you didn't go for a Coco Van thing because I've heard <laughs> that so many times in the dressing room at Wizard of Oz. It was just, it was like, you know what, I'll give him a shout out, actually, because he was actually pretty good. Eric, who plays the Tin Man. It was like having an adult version of you oh, for like six days because every time... I would come out and like be telling jokes. He would come out with like the weirdest dad jokes Aww. known to mankind. And uh, fuck it, he's got his shout out now. There you go, Eric. How fitting that the Tin Man is a man after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even funny. That was just cute. That was very wholesome, Alan. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, um, <laughs> whose portrayal of Jerry do you reckon is better? Because I think Colin Farrell and Chris Sarandon both bring like different viewpoints to it yeah 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 i think they're both good in just different not genre but a different style yeah i think i prefer chris but um for what they're doing they both do it very well yeah i mean yeah chris is like the suave gentleman vampire who's as we said like a predator mm -hmm. and then the other guy is just one of the bros yeah <laughs> who happens to be a vampire mm. hey guy you want to go get me some beer i got a girl coming over <laughs> You imagine Chris Sarandon saying that line, it would feel so weird. Yeah, yeah and he's always just, yeah, the, the whole Hello, hey guy sir, thing. go and get me some whiskey, please. I have a lady friend coming over. I mean, he did have a bunch of them coming over. Yeah, that and... was my Wizard of Oz voice. Huh? <laughs> that was not one of the lines I said, though. Oh, You sure? Pay no attention to those lady friends behind the curtain. <laughs> behind the scenes, yeah. They're just, <laughs> Dean behind the scenes, just rocking it up. <laughs> the Wizard of Oz. I showed them that in the dressing room, what uh, Daniel was saying when they saw my costume, and for the whole run, they called me the Gizzard of Boz. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, perfect. I'm going to miss that play. It was good fun. All right, that's good. That's good. It's okay. You'll be back. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like 
watching them back to back was an interesting experience because obviously you kind of I knew going into the second one kind of what to expect, but they also subverted expectations. Mm -hmm. Mm. So that was very, that was a unique experience seeing the same story told twice, but updated for a different generation. Yeah, in terms of horror remakes, because like those were the big thing in like the early 2010s, it's not bad. Like it's not like the Mm -hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which is a piece of shit, Mm. or like the, um, the Halloween remake with Rob Zombie, which I get why people like it. It's not Halloween. Mm. Like I don't remember it. It's uh, the one where they go into Michael Myers' backstory a lot more, and he's like a, got a redneck stepfather, and it just it feels very Rob Zombie, but it kind of ruins the mystique of like Michael Myers as a character. Yeah, What's no session to give them backstories. No stepfather, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, stepladder? Uh, uh, so we got any true or falses for this, Alan? We do. Oh, I can't wait. It's one of my favorite parts of the podcast. Uh, a couple for the remake and a couple for the uh, new one. Okay, so first one. William Ragsdale, a.k.a. Brewster, had a cameo in a recent vampire film released this year. I'm going to say that sounds like something that would happen in Hollywood. I'm going to say true. It's true. He played the older feast in Renfield. Oh, that's he played who? Uh, he played an older priest in Renfield, starring Nicolas Cage as Dracula. I've seen Renfield. That was fun. Yeah. I, I enjoyed Renfield. Yeah. That's a great film. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Aquafina's kind of getting on my tits, but apart from that, yeah, a lot of fun. Should have had more Nicolas Cage. I felt like it would have had yeah, more. Yeah, it should have had more. Cage. The fuck? Mm. Oh, also, the name of the director for the second one is Craig Gillespie, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. In the remake, Craig Gillespie originally wanted Brewster to be captured and turned then saved by Amy, but was forced to keep it the same as the original by studio executives. I would say that's true. Also, that's a difference I feel like you don't need. Mm. It's a very set expectation, so. It does, but like, yeah, it's the whole expectation thing's a bit odd because even like even the way it was set up now, some of the changes just felt like, okay, let's just, you know, let's just mm-hmm. do this. We're going to mix it up just for the sake of it. I'm going to say that's true, though. So, I'm going to say false. That is false. Ah, got you. <laughs> you bigot. <laughs> Three. The original was the first vampire film to spend over $1 million on special effects. There was a lot of practical effects yeah. used in it. I'm going to yeah. say true. Yeah, true. That one is true. Four. Colin Farrell was originally cast to be an Irish vampire, as he's Irish, because the filmmakers wanted to tie it into Celtic mythology. I think mm. I, I think I did read something about that, actually. Oh, so now they just tied it into his sex tape? Yes. <laughs> that makes sense. That Does ma- Colin Farrell have a sex tape? Yes. Oh, famously. Have so. you seen him? He's handsome as fuck. I don't know. Of course, he has a sex tape. Oh, you sup- like yeah, like it, he's oh. supposed to have a sex tape. Oh. If he had a sex tape as the penguin, though, like <laughs> oh, oh, he was bro. The penguin was like he was great. He's a great character good. actor, Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and shout out in Bruges, still one of my favorite. Oh, he's class. He just can't go up there. He's fucking elephants. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going for true or false for that one. I'm going to say true. Uh, I'm gonna say false. That one is false. I would oh, yeah, love yeah. to see an Irish vampire. Mm. That'll be so much fun. We'll get like Shane Todd or Vittorio Angeloni to play a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Who going straight do you to think Ladbar- you are? I am. <laughs> going straight to Lad Bible, Lad Bible with you, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Final true or false? A star of the original film took a bit of a career change and ended up starring in over two dozen gay pornographic films. St- when you say star... Got their cock out. 
No, I mean when you say, I mean when you say star of the first film, do you mean just a random character actor? Do you mean one a star of the, of the first film? Do you mean one of the main characters? Because I'm really hoping that uh, the guy who played original Evil Ed did that. No, we're going for true or false. I'm gonna go true, and it's, it's the guy who played Evil. I Ed. mean, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say true. I don't know who, but true. Yeah, that's true, and it was the guy who played Evil Ed. Really? Yeah, that vibe wow. about him? I just knew it. Yep, he had a gay porn career as Sam <laughs> Ritter, taking it up with the shitter. <laughs> <laughs> You I'll, know I'll, what? You're going to get a little bit more respect from me there. I know we said Christopher Mintz Plast played your role better, but you used your here. whole better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking hell, McLovin. Why won't you star in gay porn stuff? He, he put you his ass on the line. You coward. <laughs> oh. But yeah, yeah, I read an article about it. Apparently, he like starred in the worst kinds of porn. But like it was oh, oh no. the worst kinds. Yeah, but it was the 80s and the 90s. Oh, do you mean worse as in like worsely made? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, hang not on. like the illegal. Like, yeah, no, no, not like illegal. Okay, no, thank like, fuck. Because I'll just praise them for it. Go from being a dog to fucking dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but that makes sense, you know, now, in hindsight. Based on his character just being like fucking nuts. Also, a little fun thing that I love, uh, in the remake, Chris Sarandon has a little cameo yep. as the gentleman on the road who gets killed by Colin mm. Farrell. I recognized him immediately because Chris Sarandon is also in uh, one of my other favorite horror movies. He is Officer Mike Norris in the first Child's Play. Oh, mm. oh. I've not seen that one yet. You've not seen the first Child's Play? No, I know that I'm your co-host on a horror film podcast, but the reason <laughs> that I did this is because I haven't seen a lot of good horror films. <laughs> Well, I cannot wait for man. you to see the first Chucky movie, man. You're gonna love it. Yeah, I might just pop it on today. I might just chuck it on today. Oh, <laughs> you bad boy! <laughs> yeah. It's contagious. Paul, how are we doing for time? Um, loads. Loads. Okay, cool. Wait, he's nope. Spreading like, puns like a vampire. Just like evil light. Loads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, wow, well, man! Because. Oh. I guess you could compare Anton Yelchin and uh, the OG Charlie Brewster's performances. Like, who do you think like is more interesting as a character? Anton, done. Anton, I, I'm, yeah, because yeah, like the, 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 I'm sorry, but like part of the '80s movie was just very '80s acting. Yeah, mm -hmm. whereas like Anton Yelchin's version kind of, yeah, he has that arc. He starts off as a bit of a dickhead, but then you find out he's a secret geek, and then by the end, he kind of he's cosplaying as a vampire hunter. Like he's the kind of guy that the guys from Tusk would drive to suicide. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Squid Man sounds like a shit superhero. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know there's Doctor Octopus in the Spider-Man movies, but like fucking Squid Man. I feel, yeah, that's just you know the hillbilly remake, isn't it? <laughs> Gonna do a gay porn Spider-Man remake, Doctor Octopussy. <laughs> I actually, I have seen a. This is one of the most harrowing moments of my childhood, but I found, uh oh, a porn parody of Spider-Man Two, and Doctor Octopus was very into his hentai in it. Oh my uh, I still haven't managed to like erase it from my mind. Oh, okay. Don't look it up. Like, but if it, if one were to not look it up, what's it called? I think just look up Doctor Octopus Hentai. Okay. No one ever believes me, but I really like the Tomb Raider games, and I once watched like an hour and a half Tomb Raider porn parody just to see how accurate it was. <laughs> well, like skipping past the sex scenes. But she had an American accent. What the fuck was that about? Is Lara Croft British? Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole point. Yeah, man. Just you know, going around, nicking artifacts. That's Colonizing. a British thing. I mean, the that guy's is why is... Nathan Drake will always be the superior treasure hunter video game character. <laughs> Fucking come for me, Lara Croft fans. Uh, fuck you, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no. Yeah, the lore was not accurate, but the guy's aim, 
was. <laughs> Took out some baddies. <laughs> so, like, from an acting perspective, Silas, because we know you're an actor as well. Like, oh, yes, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm quite curious to know, like, see if you were cast as, you know what? I know we said we'd cast you as Jerry the Vampire, but I could actually see you playing uh, Charlie Brewster, to be honest. You've got that kind of uh, youthful energy about you. How would you go about approaching it? I've just been a good Christian boy. Uh, I mean, it depends on the script, isn't it? Like, yeah. Like, like um, I reckon if they did another version of this, like, I've heard Tom Holland wants to make a third one, like, as a sequel to the uh, originals, but yeah. if they did another remake, I think it would be fun if they cast, like, an actual Romanian person as the lead. Hmm. Silas, I'm basically, I'm trying to get you work here, man. I know, like, I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, but if it's a Romanian, I have to play the vampire, I'm sorry. So Just, you, you know, listen, put some stilts on, make me taller, you know, you gotta, you gotta sell it. I'll, I'll take some steroids, well, let's had, do this. We've had Suave, uh, Chris Sarandon, we've had one of the lads, Colin Farrell. How are you playing Jerry the Vampire? Nah, am I playing Jerry the Vampire? A, probably a mishmash of both. But, um, have you, you seen Dracula, the BBC one? Yes, I saw that when it came out. Like the, that was a fairly enjoyable version of Dracula, I think. And so something along those lines of like, just, you can tell he's a psycho, but he's a suave psycho. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know about this, something about, or like Hannibal, mm -hmm. for instance, like someone who's like very presentable and whatnot, but there's a feral element to him, which I, I just love. It, these are creatures. These are like, you know, they just want to feed. Mm -hmm. And like they do go more into that in the uh, remake where it's like, oh, it's these people from the Mediterranean who kind of like live underground and then they just like they act very tribal and they're keeping all their victims alive for days. Yeah, y'all leave the immigrants alone. <laughs> 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 these people from the Mediterranean coming over here and boats. Uh... They tried to give Peter Vincent a backstory in the remake and I didn't. Like yeah, it. his family got killed. Yeah, by like, it. oh, it was easier to believe in monsters. Yeah, don't turn him into like whitewashed blade. Like, yeah, we don't need this. Yeah, yeah, but like, you know, if that, you know, vampire took out your family, you're more likely to become Pierre Vincent, just a full on alcoholic in Vegas, than, you know, yeah. Blade the Monster Hunter. He mm. is funnier in the remake. I'll give him that. Like, David Tennant's mm. performance is really funny. Oh, he's mm. great. Yeah, it's just like, uh, oh, how to kill a vampire. Look. Uh, give him a really garlicky omelette. He's like Russell Brand, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm glad Russell Brand didn't get cast because, like, that would have put like a sour taste on this movie for me. Oh, oh, he fought Katy Perry. I, I just don't like Russell Brand as a person. He seems like a prick. And I don't like Katy Perry or anyone else who's been inside her. <laughs> I think she's an all right singer, Alan. No. What are you more of like a Shakira kind of guy? No, I, I, I'm These hips don't like. You know what? <laughs> Every gig gets one diva. Mine is Lady Gaga. No. That's very on brand for you. Okay. Fair. What we're talking about? I had something to say before that, and I've totally forgotten it. <laughs> no, my we're talking about Pierre Vincent. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember what it is. Oh, yeah. Speaking of parents, I, I, when I remember in the first one, Charlie's freaking out. She's like, Charlie, have a Valium. And I was like, oh, it's like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. That's another big difference is the mom... Obviously, doesn't know anything in the first one. Yeah. yeah. And the and second one... He's trying to court her, isn't he? In the second one, they seem like they have a much closer mum-son relationship. Yeah. Or maybe for the remake, if we're doing a Scottish one, we could have Ray Coley as the vampire. Gonna shock him all. <laughs> gonna shock him all. <laughs> no one else is gonna get that. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I've been in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> for six months. But, um, I'm gonna get in trouble again. <laughs> oh, I don't think he watches this podcast, but like, fuck it. 
Um, but yeah, it would, also one thing that both films did fairly well is sometimes they would set up multiple things, but just casually, you wouldn't even realize. Mm-hmm. So for instance, in the f- second one, when they're moving in, you see all these like picket things and you see they sharp at the bottom. I'm like, vampires getting stabbed with one of those, mm. definitely. <laughs> you know, and then the first one, obviously like it starts out with, which I thought was just quite funny where they kind of set up, you know, they're watching a horror thing so it's kind of, it's giving you the lore. If you're not familiar with vampire lore, you get, you picking up the vampire lore, but also it makes sense in the structure of the film and you kind of introducing the characters and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there was a lot of like little interesting choices where one scene would do multiple things. Yeah. And that was kind of enjoyable. Yeah, I love stuff like that. And like, uh, I think it's just a really cool take on vampires because I've rewatched like Nosferatu and mm. Dracula and like I'm still yet to see this last voyage of the Demeter thing that's just come out. Yeah, I want to see that. But a lot of vampire stuff, like especially in horror stuff, you don't get fun vampire stuff as often. Like this mm. movie is essentially just rear window with a vampire in it. Yeah. And it's so much fun. And you don't really get this kind of like uh, premise thing with horror films now where it's just like, oh, uh, there's a kid who lives next door to insert monster here. Yeah, It's just... I miss this kind of horror. Like I, I think I I'm said sorry. this in our. I'm, uh, I'm stuck at rear window and mm-hmm. gay porn. That's <laughs> <laughs> evil. Ed. I've been just my brain's like I need to come up with something about this. <laughs> but anyway, carry on. Like I would love to see. Uh, like I think I suggested this in the chat. Wouldn't it be class if, like, uh, instead of doing a big zombie outbreak for a zombie movie, zombies were just part of society? But it'd be like you just look out the window every so often. You say, like, "Oh, there's a zombie outside." Like pigeons. Yeah, like I can't, like, oh fuck, we're gonna have to, I'm delayed for work, there's a fucking zombie outside. <laughs> yeah. I think that'd be very funny. That would be funny. Is oh, there there a z- Do they like walk around town every now and again with like bands and playing music? Yep. Is that why there's a, where there's delay getting, you know, to the work? Cause there's a walk. In a- <laughs> <laughs> there's a zombie walk down my street, guys. <laughs> What's the? I didn't know zombie skin was orange. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, look, they have a. These are zombies, but they have a specific color preference. Interesting. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They love the queen for some reason. I'm not involved in this feud. How the fuck can they play the flutes if they're zombies as well? Like, <laughs> zombies with functional lungs. <laughs> you know, I actually, um, I was doing uh, Chris Scott's gig um, earlier this week. And I still had the glitter on my face. And if you've ever been around the old toll bar, there's a lot of Rangers pubs around it. Yeah. And there was a guy who came up to me who was like, uh, oh, you're brave wearing that color around here, pal. And I had to be like, it's not what you think, big man. I'm just been casting the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> fair enough. Man. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that is mad. You know what? Now I want to see a musical version of Fright Night. And just bring it to the stage. Also, I'm sorry. Has has none of us actually done the whole welcome to Fright Night for real? Like, I feel like that should have been done as part of this podcast at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fright Night's the name of Peter Vincent's thing, isn't it? No, but like, it's it's a classic line in both of the movies where he's mm-hmm. like, the vampires are welcome to Fright Night for real. It's a cool villain line. Aye. Very badass. Well, uh, yeah, one thing I realized um, is the remake starts with uh, a dog eating an out-of-date sandwich. Whereas the original starts with a guy eating Amy, and somehow the sandwich is more appetizing than that cunt Amy. <laughs> what did Amy do to you? I thought, oh, yeah. She just annoyed me, man. She's In the second fine. one, like when she became a vampire, she was much better. And then it's like, oh, she saved. It's like, no, you've made her worse. 
Wait, wait, yeah, wait. In the second one? No, no, in the original. Oh, the original. Yeah, I mean, first of all, that's Marcy from Married with Children. Hello. <laughs> I just, I, that's all I was seeing. I was like, ow, ow. Like, that's the whole thing. I was, yeah, it's not her fault, but the character was written like just, it was written like abroad. That was the whole, like, we yeah, need abroad so in this. I don't think we got like really good female characters a lot in horror movies back then. There was the odd exception, no. but then I think after Scream came out and everyone saw like Sydney Prescott and that, mm. they became getting a lot better written. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I'd love to see another Fright Night remake because I feel like it would be interesting to keep seeing the same film but with like the different tropes of like the different decades. Yeah. yeah. It's like because like they really did kind of update Amy because like in the first version she's like she's like no I'm too scared don't touch me and then the second she's like oh he's my hole and they, like <laughs> they fall out because he's like no like and he's looking out his window so like they did kind of change I mean, that up a bit and they made her stronger and more you know yeah. tolerable I mean, more agency is, yeah this is just me talking I mean Imogen Poots is a lovely woman but Colin Farrell's outside the window I know who I'm looking at during that yeah come on Amy. Yeah, come on, Amy. <laughs> Literally. Who are you about to say, come on, Eileen, though? Come on, Amy. <laughs> Jesus. Um, they should have played that Britney Spears song, uh, If You Seek Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Took me an embarrassingly long time to realise what that actually meant. Same. Yeah. I think I only realised it during lockdown. Do you not know? No. If You Seek Amy. All the boys and all the girls are begging to, If You Seek Amy. If you CK me, fuck Amy. Right. No. <laughs> F U C K me. Ah. If you seek Amy. Oh. Yeah, there okay. we go. Wait, that that makes sense. Right. Okay. You can write a bit about that, Silas. I would love to hear that in your cadence. <laughs> oh. yeah, I was thinking about Beck coming over here, but no spoilers. <laughs> uh, is there anything else we've missed out on? Because I feel like we've covered the whole movie. So. Well, what's the deal with the? Um, the f is that guy who like lives with him in the first film? Is familiar? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. And um, they, they made him more of a loner in the remake. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my favorite bit of the remake was, like, they shot him point blank in the head, then he comes up, and they're like, oh, we'll shoot him again. That'll do it. Yeah. Like, best death. We should do that, actually, because I'm. Yes, best death. In the original, I think it's either the familiars is just fucking gross. Like, just, like, he's clearly been alive for thousands of years, and now it's all just kind of catching up with him. I'm yeah. torn with between his death and. Uh, jerry the vampires because i love the way mm. it's set up i love seeing like i'm gonna get uber nerdy on you guys for a second go on you know what it reminded me of uh have any of you ever watched ben 10 no no so, I'm, I'm familiar with it but I so in ben it. 10 there's a monster in it called ghost freak who's kind of like a vampire -y ghost kind of guy and seeing the when he's like a, a monster in uh, ben's watch that he can turn into but then he escapes the watch and he becomes a bad guy mm. and the whole running around and pulling down the sunlight and the him casually getting weaker i love deaths like that mm. and that's kind of what they do in fright night as well like mm. and they're slowly just trying to get him into the sunlight breaking everything up and then seeing him burn up to death like that it's just it's really satisfying you know yeah. you get a really satisfying villain death with it I do agree that the familiar's death, though, is a lot more horrifying. Mm. Also, Evil Ed's death kind of differs a little bit. Like, in the original, it feels more tragic. Yeah. Whereas, like, in the remake, there is an element of tragedy to it, but it's like, you had that coming, you fucking screw no, I couldn't take fuck. Evil Ed's death seriously in the first one. Just, like... <laughs> They, but the this, way the fake dog is just like ee -ee, there's clearly someone behind it just like shaking this fucking puppet and it what just does make me laugh though is like Vincent Price in the OG like he has these long moments where he's like seeing something horrific and he just stares at it like 
<laughs> like he, I don't know. He's like trying to. Is he acting? What's he doing? But he's just like, like, what? And just like, but he just holds that face for like so long, and just close up of him going, what? I know which version of Peter Vincent I definitely prefer to hang out with. If I'm hanging out with David Tennant, Peter Vincent, my life's going to shit. <laughs> if I'm hanging out with OG, I'm like. This is like hanging out with my granddad. Yeah, but OG's like, you know, I fuck Marilyn Monroe, right? Like, OG's got some <laughs> stories, bro. Like, OG's one of those, been around. <laughs> Let me tell you about Joe Colombo, buddy. He's got Alan's hair. <laughs> yeah, this was meant to be silver. Apparently, it looks blonde still. Yeah. yeah, you look like you've seen a vampire. You just look like old Slim Shady now. Aww. <laughs> Shady, I'm not slim. So, in regards to wrapping this up with the how many big pumpkins we're giving this, we're going to have to give both the original and the remake their own set of pumpkins. Right. So, I'm going to say the original, I'm going to give four out of five big pumpkins because I think it's a very inventive, fun take on the vampire genre that nothing mm. had really been done before like that yet. I think it came out before Lost Boys as well. Okay. And the practical effects in it are class. Chris Sarandon's performance as Jerry is just one of the greatest horror villain performances mm. I've ever seen. It is super 80s in parts, but Fright Night is one of those movies where if I'm having a horror film night with my mates, I would definitely put it on. Mm. Yeah. And the remake, whilst it's good, and like it's good as far as remakes go, I'm going to give it three out of five Big Pumpkins because there are certain elements that just get to me as a big horror fan they could have easily done that final fight practically. Mm, and yeah. it just looks like a video game and it takes me out of it. And also his motivation in the second one is just, oh, I just want to have followers. Like the first one he's feeding, you know, he's got like, I guess I, it just he's makes like the shark from Jaws. He's just Yeah. He does. And the second one is just like, oh, he's rebuilding his population, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's a weird one. I agree. Four for the first one, three for the second. I feel like the remake benefits from being able to compare it to the first one whereas mm -hmm. on its own it's it's fine yeah, yeah. it's an early 2010s horror but film. anton yelshin does do a better job as charlie I yeah, think, yeah than that's the OG definitely guy. the better thing about the remake yeah not rest the in, first one rest in peace my guy you were a fucking yeah. great actor turns out he was not a vampire after all because he would still be with us um <laughs> that was unnecessary uh, i do think it's funny though that he's trying to fix his bike in the entire uh, movie and then the way anton yelson died no. was he got ran over by a jeep no by his own jeep by his own jeep it's generally i remember reading that and thinking fuck that is a horrible way to go yeah should have got a more expensive one not been such a jeepscape <laughs> <laughs> If we get Out. sued by Out. Anton Yelchin's family, you are paying the legal fees, Alan. You know, if he should have a porn career, it could have been Anton Felchin. Okay, that's funny. You've redeemed yourself. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> well, How many big pumpkins you give in the film? I size? actually agree, man. I feel like, you know, it's not five out of five on the first one because, like, some of the acting is just 80s as fuck. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'll give it four out of five. Also, the practical effects thing, it was kind of interesting to, like, in my mind, the whole falling apart and melting thing i was comparing it to robocop yeah it's hmm. very similar like in the way but i feel like cool. robocop is slightly better in that like it's a bit more gory yeah. and so you could see like the sort of the evolution of the practical effects mm -hmm. so that was kind of cool um and yeah three out of five on the second one just because they took some shortcuts in the storytelling i felt mm. like just forced some of the things so like oh yeah He's got to be a bad guy. Boom, done. Vampire. The remake Next also one. feels a lot more action movie heavy. Like, it feels yeah. more like Aliens as opposed to, like, the original, which is more alien-esque. Like, it's more about yeah. the tension and that. Yeah, because, like, the, the massive differences, which we haven't even touched upon, was the fact that the first one 
it's all in the house it's all in the neighborhood like you you see one or two scenes outside of the neighborhood do you know what i mean but it's mostly based in that yeah. environment and it's not in las vegas in the original is it no i'm not i don't yeah, think that so seemed a bit random i was like well i thought it was like they're going for the very isolated feel mm. yeah and did you give, give holland Farrell an excuse to have a tank top on for all of his scenes yeah but then, I mean, obviously <laughs> like the second one midway through he comes a fucking body cop film where well, not sorry, was it a road film and just like boom we've been chased by a vampire through vegas going here going there da, 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 da. yeah it's like i couldn't tell during that road chase scene did he throw the bike at them or was he like a vampire bat just like flying no, at threw them? the bike at them no he threw yeah. it yeah also, his face in the remake does look a little bit weird. As a vampire? Yeah, as yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, vampire just, face looks funny. Yeah, it's just CG, yeah. Yeah, I much prefer how uh, Chris Sarandon's vampire looked in the finale. That was fucking scary. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was very 80s. Just the, the, like, they give him this teeth, like the weirdest, like... <laughs> 80s practical effects for you, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I agree. Four out of five on the first one and three out of five on the second one. Fantastic. So um, I think that'll more or less wrap us up. Like, uh, Silas, it was great having you, man. Thanks, Thanks for so having much us. for coming on. And uh, you got anything uh, you like to plug and where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on all the socials as silas.subowich, which is S-Y-L-A-S dot S-Z. I'm not going to say the rest because if you type that in, there's nobody else with that name. So <laughs> We'll tag you. Yeah. Hey, and uh, yeah, you can check out my interview series with Immigrant Artists, which is on YouTube called uh, Another Job Bites the Dust. <laughs> which is, it's a very fun podcast. Uh, but yeah, other than that, like I don't have a lot to plug right now. I just it's fun to be around here. You mm -hmm. lot, yeah, chatting. Uh, horror. Our fringe, uh, our fringe shows uh, went really well. I think yours got like some really good stuff this year's fringe, didn't mm -hmm. it? Silas so got to chuck a guy out. Yeah, oh, I, I, I that must have made you feel so horny, man. Like, uh, <laughs> not for the guy, not for the guy. But <laughs> it was odd, man. There was this Edinburgh guy. I flyered him in. This is what pissed me off because I flyered him in, and I didn't realize that he was going to be one of those ones. He seemed friendly, but then he turned out to be a friendly sort of. I'm not going to say junkie, but he gave up those vibes. And then he just wouldn't shut up. Like, he was doing running commentary. commentary. Like, yeah. Alan was doing opening, right? And he's like, oh, I got that. <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> and just constantly just saying it's something. Yeah. Ass, man. Like, I think I said a joke. And he says, oh, I get it. You're gay. Like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was obvious. Yeah, so I, I just politely asked him to leave because I listened to my... There's you and then the row behind you of, like, 20-somethings. And they're just like... What the fuck? Cheeks clenched. Yeah. yeah. And of course, also, uh, you've got some stuff out on uh, the YouTubes. You have your special, There Would Be yep. Jobs, which... Uh, they said there would be jobs. They said there would be jobs. I was lucky enough to see that when you did it at the Vibe Room. That was a really fun show. Thank you. I love the way you like uh, you filmed both of them together and then just cut in between. Like, I kind of had to there. So that was a technical thing because we didn't... There was problems with the light. Ah, right. And uh, the, the spotlight went out the previous taping so we decided okay they well they decided to get in like a proper i don't know what some sort of garden thing they put in there but just like this bright bright light and when he set up the camera he didn't realize but basically it just messed up the entire color scheme mm. of my face and whatnot so i had to like make up for some of the clunky footage what's the song you come on to because i love the little dance you do at the beginning of it i've uh, watched that probably like more than i've watched the actual special and to be honest, I love that song. So that's Gogol Bordello Imigraniada, which is... Ah, you're going to send me the link to that. It's fucking yeah. class. It is class. Uh, that old chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> so you got any plans to like do another special like this year? Uh, not this year. Pro probably next year at some point. I just need to... Now I'm like 
better as a comedian. I know how to handle crowds and when to chuck them out. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's polish this bad boy up as much as we can. And then probably next March maybe, or. You should put glitter on your face and you can call it Bright Night. Ugh. Hey. Alan, what have you done to me? Hey. <laughs> oh, now you just reminded me of Bright, the film with. Uh, oh, that, that movie's really bad. Will Smith. Oh, shame on you. Uh, am I like a vampire, but like instead of turning you into a monster, you just do puns? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. It's infectious. I could actually see you as a vampire, not going to lie. Thank you. Like, I reckon if we were to remake Fright Night right now with the three of us, I feel like you're Jerry the Vampire, you're Evil Ed. Oh. Am I going to be a porn star? Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Oh, no, you've, no, you've already done the work, Alan. So That's right. I have actually already done that. And I'll, I'll, I'll just be out. Charlie Brewster, but I'll make him like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> He's constantly watching Jerry from behind the curtain. So, so who's going to play your Amy then? Um, well, recall. Let's up. No, <laughs> let let's update it actually and uh, make it a gay one, and then uh, who can uh, Dane DeHaan? I I would love oh, to kiss Dane DeHaan. Good choice. I have to put that into contracts to make sure they're okay with it. <laughs> with consent. I know he's a married man, but uh, he's a, he's a very handsome guy. I, I loved him as the Green Goblin. Nice. Mm -hmm. They had that maniac thing going on. But yeah, yeah. And uh, Alan, uh, where can we find you? Follow me at Alan J Comedy on everything. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> And also, also, I am going down to Liverpool next week, and I'm going to get my ass on that fucking hot water open mic, so you might see me on YouTube there. Please watch it and share it, unless I bomb, in which case just forget about it. But yes, uh, we will have a guest host in for the next uh, episode. Uh, Kyle Samuel will be coming back, because we just can't Ooh. seem to get rid of him. And we love he's him. A, and he's, he's genuinely, like, uh, he's such a fun person to talk horror with. And yeah. uh, I reckon he's going to absolutely nail it when we get on. I don't know what the guests will be, but we'll find that out soon. And as always, you can follow this pod at BS Fears Pod on Twitter, uh, Blood, Sweat and Fears Pod everywhere else on uh, the internet. And you can follow me at Dean T. Byrne. That's B-E-I-R-N-E. -E. And how is it pronounced, boys? Biryani. <laughs> I pronounced the Glasgow kid. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, I thought we'd gone almost an entire episode without a Glasgow Kid reference, but there yep. it is. You're welcome. You were actually around when I was going by that name as well. So <laughs> yes, I remember you. I saw, <laughs> I saw both of you for the first time at the same comedy like night before I'd even started. Was Diversi that diversity uh, quota? Yeah, because I, I, I remember oh, sure. I saw you there ages ago, and then I saw you there ages ago. Were we on the same night for that when we? Did it wasn't that? the same no, night, no, but no, it was just... like the same like event. Yeah. Oh, also, um, Elliot, if you're watching this, I'd love to come back to Diversity Quota. Like, uh, it's a really fun night. Oh, it's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Every month at the Gilchrist Postgraduate Club in Glasgow University, definitely well, go. Well, if we're plugging gigs, then shout out to Darren Connells and the Funny Bunch because you were on oh, last yeah, you time. Oh, uh, yeah, you that. I'll be on, on the that. next one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that what was day is that? Extremely fun gig. That is the twenty. Oh no, I don't know exactly. It's September. It's September. Seventeenth, seventeenth of September. 17th, yeah. yeah, I'll be there also September. working the door, and uh, Silas, uh, you're also on that. I think the other people, uh, Des McLean's headlining. Uh, Lauren Martin is also on there, yep. who is absolutely class, and we're definitely going to get her on this at some point. And I can't remember who's opening actually. Uh, no, oh, Chris, Chris Thorburn. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's true. A man with a beautiful mustache, and we're definitely planning to get him on this podcast too, uh, guys. Thank you so much for coming on once again. Uh, also, I forgot to plug this, Silas. Uh, you're not getting away so easy, man. 
The Roast of Silas Savowich is also available on YouTube. Yes. Which is one of the most fun nights I've had comedy-wise, honestly. Like, I'm not that great at doing roast-style jokes, but just hanging out with you and shooting the shit was just dead fun, yeah, man. Yeah, like, yeah. you should definitely go watch that. Yeah, that's on my YouTube channel. Silas Savowich talks a lot. So look that up, and it's just Roast 29th Birthday or something like that. Yeah, um, Charlie Wallace, like, oof. friend of the show absolutely destroyed it at that roast that was amazing to watch and like that i've was... i've seen charlie do his set like um a fair few times i did not know he was that ruthless of a roaster like <laughs> fucking it like great fella yeah. i sadly couldn't make it but i'll roast silas in other ways well paddy was actually talking about like uh we should make it a thing where it's like when it's all our, all our birthdays we all get to do a roast yeah and i want to get you to host the one for me oh that'd be fucking <laughs> yeah. amazing yeah definitely nice, nice. yeah Oh, I cannot wait until we... Hopefully we can convince him, but if we get the roast of Jack Trainer going... Oh! <laughs> Jackie Bay! <laughs> Another friend of the show who will come on at some point. Uh, but I think that'll more or less wrap us up. Thank you guys so much for watching once again, and we will see you on the next one. Yep, great film. I'm a big fan. <laughs> oh!